Hey, Golden Bears, welcome to the podcast. I'm Reg McCaro, and I'm here with... Mrs. Loomis. Would you like to tell us one thing about yourself? Um, sure. So, let's see, I'm always willing to learn something new, and I love... One of my favorite things is just learning how things work. That's cool. Something random. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so let's start with the questions. Um, what do you teach on campus and what is your favorite part of your job? So I teach the, I'm part of the career technical education department and I teach the courses in the health science and medical technology pathway. Um, so I have, my classes are like medical core and emergency care, kinesiology and advanced kinesiology and patient care. Um, yeah, so those are the three courses that I teach. Wow. That's And you asked my favorite part. Yeah, your favorite part about your job. Okay, so I have I have two things that are. I mean, there's many things, but two of the things that stand out the most are I love when we have our lab days. So when we work on our hands-on skills, we're working on um, first aid and doing like vital signs, all that fun stuff. That's I always enjoy those days, seeing the students learn learn new skills and um, things that are useful outside of the classroom beyond just in our four, four walls of the classroom. And um, also probably the, my most favorite thing is when, when I have students come back, whether it's after a weekend or even after they've graduated um, and they can, they have stories to share with me of how they were able to use those skills outside of the classroom. Like if they were able to help somebody who was in an emergency situation or got an injury and they were able to help someone or um, even themselves out with it because they had those skills. That's like come when it comes full circle like that. It's definitely really, really rewarding. Yeah, that's probably a great feeling to have, too. Yeah, for sure. For them. And it's nice to see that they they are excited to share it because they have something useful. Um, So that's yeah, that's my favorite thing for sure. Wow, that's awesome. Um, second question, who's the most positive person you admire? Um, okay, so I, I will probably end up talking about talking about my family some throughout the, the podcast session we have. So beyond people, so of course I have like my parents. Um, my grandpa is someone who's super positive and one of my all-time favorite people. And one of my aunts is like an awesome person. Um, but I have like, I'll probably mention some of them a little bit later, but the most positive person is one of my, um, one of my best friends, Tina. We met in grad school. So we were in our athletic training master's program together. And she's, she's a person who has gone through a lot in her life. Like she had a lot of adversity as a child and growing up. And has like really worked through all of the challenges that life has thrown at her and come out on top. And so um, it's inspiring, too, to Mm -hmm. hear like some of the stuff that she's gone through, like with her family and different challenges she's had. Um, And it's like and you are still able to accomplish all these wonderful things Um, and not just that, but still have a positive outlook on life and. She's always willing to help others. Like, no matter what, she's like, if you're a friend of her, she's always willing to help you no matter what. Um, and is just always there for people. And she's also one of the funniest people I know. So we always have a good time together, too. That's 
really awesome. <laughs> it's kind of inspiring me now. Um, yeah, for sure. Like for it here, I'll give you guys an example. So um, she and her husband do not actually want to have children. So they've kind of known that from the get go. They're like, we just don't want to have children because they've each had, um, you know, interesting childhoods and stuff. And they're like, you know, we <laughs> we just don't feel like having children, but they are like really active in um, like their church and community and um, this like with, with their work life and everything. But anyways, one of, um, so her niece is like, needs a lot of, um, help like her. Um, so her brother, her brother's child is, um, she just kind of has a lot of life issues and needs a lot of extra support and care. And they actually adopted her. Oh, Oh, so yeah. So she adopted her niece. So they are, taking care of her and she, her, na- her niece is in high school. So they're, they became like instant parents to a teenager and there's really trying to help her and support her and just to do better in life and all that. So, um, yeah, it's just like things like that, where it's just no questions asked. She's like, no, this is what we're going to do because that's what she needs. And that's, and we're going to help her, you know? Yeah. That's really nice. That's really awesome. That's yeah. Cool. Um, follow up question. How have those, Wait, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wrong question. Uh, okay. What were you involved, interested in high school? Okay, so I was an athlete all around. Like that was in when I was in high school, that was my life. Um, I wish I had gotten into more like clubs or other extracurricular activities, but it was like sports all around. Mm-hmm. Um, so I let's see. I have to go take a quick step back. So when I was nine years old, I started swimming. Mm-hmm. So I started doing like age group swim team stuff. And I luckily I was able to play a lot of sports. My parents <laughs> got us involved in a lot of different sports, but yeah. swim and aquatic stuff was what kind of took. So that was like a huge part of our family. Um, so starting out freshman year, I actually I did play tennis. So I played tennis and that was something I grew up playing with my dad and my brothers. Um, so I started out playing tennis and then I did water polo and swim. And I had only swam before. I had never played water polo till my freshman year. And I just completely fell in love with it. So from then on, it was like all about water polo. And then it turned into um, me playing or me swimming so that I could stay in shape for water polo mm-hmm. and playing not just playing for the high school but also playing for a club as well wow that's, yeah i i surf competitively and i played a lot of sports as a child so i could see how that yeah and that was like i look back and like oh my gosh i was so single-minded <laughs> yeah, but but it also it was where my friends were you know what i mean like you make friends yeah. with your teammates and um the majority of my friends were my also my teammates and my um, my brother, who's closest in age to me, he's like two, was two years behind me. He also swam and played water polo, so we all had like similar circle of friends. So it was just like, um, oh, it was just a really fun experience. I had a great coach and good teammates. Um, we did have a pretty good team, so that also was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that carried over into college as well. Oh wow! So a lot of swimming <laughs> and lots of lot time of in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how have those interested, how have those interests changed over time? Well, now it's a lot more difficult to just 
hop in the water. And um, so with that, with overtime, like I played, I played college water polo. Um, I swam some here and there, but I mostly played water polo. So I went to Riverside Community College and then also played at Cal Baptist. So I played at each of the schools for two years. Um, and I was lucky enough to get um, a scholarship at Cal Baptist University. So that was good. Um, but of course, once that ended, it was like, oh, shoot, like, what do I do now? Um, yeah. And unlike other sports like soccer or basketball, where you can kind of go to a field and play a pickup game, can't mm-hmm. really do that with water polo. It's not yeah <laughs> it's not quite the same you can't just like pop in or hey like get a couple friends together hey want to play water polo it's like it doesn't really translate in that way so um once I stopped playing water polo, once I stopped like once I graduated from college and I needed to find other activities with my original interests um I tried running mm. and I quickly found out well I already knew that I wasn't much of a runner yeah like <laughs> just did no it's awful. Um, I, I envy people who enjoy running and who are good at it because I wish I could. So I did try for a while and there's only maybe a couple times where I really enjoyed it. And I was like, yeah, this isn't working. So I bought a bike oh. and I was like, this is more my speed. I can go more places and a lot for a lot longer and quicker mm-hmm. so I could see more things. So I got a mountain bike and so I started riding around different places nothing nothing too strenuous but it was a good way to get physical activity in and exercise in um but when I can I do still enjoy getting in a pool to swim laps it's just a long it's just been a long time yeah and running is something that I actually do a lot and I, I know a lot of people don't find it easy but that's like something that came easy to me I think it's all about you got to find got to find what you are good at and what you enjoy and go with it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I am fully aware that I'm not a, a good runner, nor do I enjoy it. But I have other things that I do enjoy doing. So I'm sticking to that. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not going to force it upon myself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, what drives you to be a better person? Um, OK, so here's where my family comes in. Um. I like I'm very fortunate to come from a very like a good loving family. Mm-hmm. Um my so even though I originally <laughs> went to school to do like physical therapy and then ended up doing school as an athletic trainer, I am obviously now a teacher, so things have sort of shifted and changed, but um my parents are actually in education. Mm-hmm. Um so I grew up with them being teachers, my dad was a principal and administrator. So that was kind of something that I was familiar with. And it just ended up kind of happening naturally um, with my with my different careers that I've had. Um, but with my parents, what's um, helped me want to be a better person or what drives me to be a better person is seeing how they always poured themselves into their work and cared for the not just like the students they worked with, but also like their coworkers and colleagues, um, not just like how they cared for the people that they worked with, but um, like especially the students. Mm-hmm. But they always tried to be better, even um, they actually just retired this past school year. Like they had it planned before 
COVID, which actually worked out really well for them. Yeah. It, I think it was, we can agree that that was good timing, even though they didn't know it when yeah. they first planned that. But, um, so anyways, they're retired, but even up until their last year of work, they continue to try and improve themselves and, um, look back and be like, okay, what can, what have I done in years past with my students or with work in general? And how can I make that better? How can I improve that for, um, being just better at their own jobs, but also for the students and the people that they worked with. And that is something that they kind of just taught us by example, which yeah. is always, which is always kind of, uh, a great way to go about things. They, they taught us by example and showing us in their, in their work ethic. And that's something that I try to do. Um, sometimes I could do better at it, but I do consciously try to look back and say, okay, what did I do this year? Like whether it's a lesson or just a year in general, like what's it, what went well, what could I do better? How can I improve this next time? So that's something that I have learned from them that, um, I, hope to do that makes me better over time so just like they led by example for you and just yeah exactly so just always being willing basically just having like a growth mindset of how can I be better like what am I doing well what can I improve on and how can I how can I change and adapt for the better over time yeah that makes sense yeah being reflective right Mm -hmm. um how have you been coping with this hard time like the pandemic and everything I feel like it's gone in phases of things that have that I've done to either cope or just kind of like manage, um, which is kind of natural. I kind of go through different phases regardless. But um, at the beginning, I, let's see, I tried growing like um, my husband, and I tried growing like some seeds, like creating like a little herb garden and stuff. Um, so I got into that for a little while. That was something kind of fun to watch grow and do and something you could do inside. Um, mm-hmm. That quickly backfired. It did not, it did not turn out to be a successful, <laughs> but uh, that was one thing. But honestly, uh, the thing that has helped overall, like the, the most is just spending time outside. Yeah, definitely. Like getting outside, um, whether it's doing, and that, when I say like exercise stuff, I don't mean it needs to be anything like strenuous, but just getting outside going for walks, um, whether that's on your own, like sometimes my husband and I will go together and just like talk and chat. Um, sometimes it's nice to just, we'll each sometimes just go outside separately, Mm -hmm. you know, get headphones in, listen to a podcast or some music and it's just like a nice reset. But, um, just spending time outside is nice and, um, I don't know, it's just relaxing and, it's obvious, obviously it has its health benefits too. Mm -hmm. Um, it does help with mental and I've gone over this with some of my students. Actually, it helps with mental health, getting like vitamin D from the sun actually improves mental health and reduces, um, symptoms of depression. And it helps with like your brain and spinal cord. It helps, um, with the nutrients that you need getting more vitamin D and, um, so that, that has been helpful, just spending time outside and not just getting outside. I mean, it can even be sitting out like on the patio for a little bit and just sitting down outside and just kind of like disconnecting, like put, you know, get away from a screen, put the phone down for a little bit and just kind of like enjoy being outdoors for a little bit. Yeah, just getting outside as much as you can because 
we're inside most of the day for school. Yeah, and then, oh, one other thing that was that's fun that I've done a few times, um, my friend Tina that I mentioned earlier, we, um, we've had a couple shows that we'll watch together and we'll, like, do a Zoom call so we can, like, sh- share a screen yeah. and watch the show together. Because she lives in Oregon, like, or, oh. sorry, no, she lives in... Sorry, she works in Oregon. She lives in Washington. So we don't get to see each other often anyways. Um, So that's kind of been fun. Every now and then we'll um, do a Zoom call, watch a show together and laugh together. And it's kind of a nice reset and something out of even though we're all used to Zoom now, like on the daily, it's nice to do it for something other than work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Something other than work. Yeah. And it's nice to just like talk to your friends because a lot of people are pretty distant now and we're not you know together all the time yeah exactly seeing um kind of similar to like facetime that's much nicer when you can see uh your friend's face and talk to them a little bit what more feels a little bit like normal versus just um talking on the phone so yeah yeah um next question what goals do you have for 2021 oh my goodness um I think these are kind of my goals every year. <laughs> um, one thing would be like trying to finish work earlier. Yeah, just staying on top of things. Yeah, like I always feel like I'm always working, but I never feel like I'm done. So I think just trying to get done. And I've I've been trying to work on this for the past couple months and it's getting a little bit better. But just really trying to like finish work a little bit earlier so I can be more present in my personal life, like spend more quality time with um, my husband and we have a puppy now. So trying to spend more quality time with them and um, just trying to get to bed earlier, like yeah. getting more sleep, better sleep. But we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, of course. I definitely yeah. in 2020, I definitely learned a lot like that. Just doing stuff differently, adjusting to a lot. It's just helped you know, like getting, yeah, you gotta like really set a specific goal or like, okay, I'm going to try and get this done in this amount of time and try and stick to it and like challenge yourself in a different way to, I don't know. Yeah. It's, we're all, we're all there. I I understand. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what is a hobby that you're passionate about? Oh my God. I feel like my hobby is that I like learning a lot of new hobbies, but (laughs) Because I, I mentioned, the first thing I mentioned was that I love learning about new things and learning how things work. So I do enjoy trying new types of hobbies and different things. But um, honestly, like one of my favorite things is cooking and like learning, trying out different recipes and different ingredients. So whether it's, I don't know, like a specific type of recipe and then I'll try and like refine it and make it a little bit okay like what again like the growth thing it's like what did I do well what can I change how can I make it better how would I change it um what can I adjust for next time or maybe I'll take like an ingredient that I don't use often or that I maybe haven't used before and then I'll try try to use that in a couple different recipes to just try something new and different And it's also something my husband and I enjoy doing together. It's like cooking dinners together. He's a really good cook. So it's also inspiring for me. Mm -hmm. And it was also a win. It's definitely a life (laughs) win for me that I have a husband who's a really good cook. Um, 
but yeah, just learning new recipes, trying different ingredients. Um, but then another thing that I enjoy that probably a lot of people don't know is I do like doing woodworking and carpentry stuff, but very, um, I'm very much a novice. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's something that I've done before that I haven't done in a while that I, I always am thinking about projects or things that I could do or build, but then I just, oftentimes I don't do it or other things come up, but it's one of those things that I've enjoyed in the past that, I kind of go through, it's one of those things that kind of cycles in and phases in and out. Like it will be sometimes be more or less involved in it. Um, I've made a patio table for my parents, like a dining patio mm-hmm. table for them. Um, so I don't know, that was maybe like my biggest build or most favorite thing that I've yeah. done because they, cause they use it all the time. So it's, it gets, <laughs> doesn't just sit in a corner uh collecting dust but yeah and it's cool like when you build something that you know other people are going to use a lot oh um how do you make want to make an impact on the world um i do feel lucky or fortunate that as a teacher i feel like i do get to make an impact on students and I, and I really don't take that lightly. I do try to consciously, um, I don't know, like instill things in my students or I hope, my hope is that um, my students enjoy my class. And I obviously I'm a little biased, but I do think I teach some awesome subjects and we learn some great things in my class that um, students can use outside of the classroom, um, whether it's for personal use like different just basic first aid skills or um career like getting them into a medical career mm-hmm. um things that they'll use for their future career but um really i i hope that i pass my love of the subject on to others and not just my students but people in general and um i i hope that as far as the classroom goes i hope that I give students like the confidence and the skills that they need to help somebody else who's in need. So like if they come across like an accident or are out doing something and somebody gets hurt that they, whether it's someone they know or like a stranger, I hope that they have the confidence and the skills that they need to help that person. Yeah. So just like teaching them enough so they can be, an impact in someone else's life or just help them in some way? Yeah. So that they can like basically so that they can help others. So I, I guess I'm kind of, I, my hope is that I'm helping people learn how to help others. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that, I guess if that makes sense. Um, I just, and I, I love the subject that I'm in. So with anything like health science, whether it's nutrition, first aid, athletic training stuff, I really do enjoy the subject that I get to teach. So I hope that I pass that on, like that same love and, um, I don't know, understanding of the subject onto my students that they see that it's something that I enjoy and I'm passionate about. And then I hope that that's something, uh, I know not everyone would be into it, but I hope that the majority kind of take that with them and, and enjoy the subject as well. Yeah. 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 Um, what is one thing that you want other people to know about you? Um, 
Let's see. I, I, I did. I know it might not seem like it. I used to be very, very shy growing up. Um, like painfully so. Like mm-hmm. in elementary, middle school, high school, I kind of came out of that when I started working at a physical therapy office because mm-hmm. I talked to all different ages and worked with a bunch of different patients and you kind of just have, you, you don't get, you don't get to be shy. Yeah. So, um, I did kind of come out of that and that's something I still am that way. I just do much better in like smaller groups and I'm very much introverted. So even though I enjoy spending time with people and being in groups, I really do need to like re-energize after. And I enjoy just like some downtime, quiet time either by myself or like, you know, just me and my husband hanging out. Um, so there's that. And then something random though. I'm not, I'm not, see, I'm not even giving you just one answer. I'm giving you multiple things. I can't, I can't, there's one thing, you know, I have trouble just sticking to one, (laughs) one thing. Um, something random. I had growing up, we have always had lots of pets. We've had, I, I don't even know how many pets we've had throughout my lifetime. Like when I was younger, um, we've, I mean, from the typical like dogs and cats to, rabbits chickens goats we had horses for a while we've had things like iguanas and frogs and birds there's at at just about any given point throughout my childhood we've had multiple pets we didn't have all of those all at the same time but yeah (laughs) always have had multiple throughout so there we go yeah that's really that's a lot of pets (laughs) learned a lot about about life having lots of pets growing up that's for sure yeah the highs and the lows (laughs) um all right so now we're on to the speed round so okay just top answer on the top of your head just whatever that is um what's your biggest pet peeve okay when people and i feel like this is a common one i think when people chew with their mouth open or smack their gum that yeah, I agree with that. Too. Right, <laughs> the sound of it just drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. It's not a great pleasant sound. <laughs> uh, um, I wish it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Dream pet. Dream pet. Again, here I have two. Okay, so we I just told you we got or I mentioned earlier we that we got a puppy. So we have Australian cattle dog puppy. She's like four months old. Um. Really, I just hope that, we're, and we're doing a lot of training with her, I just want her to be, like, a really well-behaved dog who's just our companion. So when we want to go do something, she just, like, hops in the car with us, and we can go do whatever, and we don't have to worry about any issues. Yeah. Because that's just what we, you know, it's, like, the ideal, like, hop in, let's go, let's go do something, and she can just kind of tag along with us. So that's, like, my realistic one. Um, if we're talking about, like, mythical pets, <laughs> Um, this one might throw you guys for a loop. Okay, if it was like a mythical pet, it would be a Pegasus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those uh-huh. are very cool. They look awesome. Yeah, because you could ride it, but it also has wings, so you could fly. Like, it could fly, fly you to yeah. a destination. So you could ride it around town, or you could fly it, and that would be pretty awesome. Your own private airplane. Yeah. <laughs> um, Your favorite quote. 
have, again, I have two that I can think of off the top of my head. So here's my more profound one, not profound, but something more, more, uh, I don't know, noteworthy, I guess. So it's a princess mm-hmm. Diana quote. Um, the quote is carry out a random act of kindness with no expectation of reward, safe in the knowledge that one day someone might do the same for you. So it's kind of like, it's kind of the do unto others as you would do unto yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, but I like that it says with no expectation of someone else of like any reward. So it's kind of like do it with the idea of like you're just doing it to help somebody, but also realize that you may be in a position one day for someone to help you and you would hope that they would be willing to do the same for you. Yeah. Or to help you. Um, the, the less maybe profound one is, um, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. It's kind of like keep moving forward, keep trucking along in life. Yeah. I like that yeah. one. It's short. It's it more fun. Sense. It's more fun to say, right? Keep yeah. on keeping on. <laughs> Um, what was your favorite subject when you were in high school? Uh, I actually did like math. Math, yeah. I really did. I did. Um, there was maybe only one year that I didn't care for it, but the other three years I enjoyed it. But it also, I also just had really good math teachers those three years. Mm-hmm. So they made it fun and enjoyable. But the other things I really enjoyed were sociology and psychology. Oh, wow. I didn't know so that. those were those are fun in high school. Um, but yeah, I actually wanted to study psychology. But then I figured out later in life that I enjoyed learning about the subject, but I didn't want to do it as a profession. And that's how I got into um, physical therapy, athletic training stuff. Yeah, I I feel that way about subjects too. Yeah, I like learning about it, but I didn't. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this for for my career. Yeah, and I there's think, a difference. I think math is fun when you have a fun teacher too, or that's the same with any yeah. subject. I like the uh, methodical process of it, like the solving, and you know, like it. There's something enjoyable about that to a certain degree, but it was also something I did struggle with some. I had a love love hate relationship. I loved learning about it and process when I knew the problem, but I, I did struggle. So don't, don't take that to be, um, but I had, I had to work really hard at it still. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Um, what's your favorite movie? Um, the original vacation with Chevy Chase. Never heard of that. It's, movie. it's very <laughs> much relatable for my family and I, like whenever we go on, a vacation or when we were growing up, like going on a like trip or to go camping, there's always like a mishap. There's always something that like went wrong or um, just something that took place that was just like, <laughs> so the movie um, and it, not the, not the remake of it, but the original one from the eighties with Chevy Chase. Um, yeah. So vacation was always relatable. Also Christmas vacation. If we're talking about Christmas movies, and my other one, because I again, I can't. I'm not good at just giving one answer. Yeah. Um, the Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. I don't think I've heard of those movies, but. And it's really not a. Yeah. If you hear princess, um, it's not like an actual like princess movie. It's kind of a cult classic movie. Um. So yeah, those are those are my. 
Those are three of my favorites. Wow, that doesn't sound like good movies. I might watch Vacation. It sounds super interesting. Um, comedy, comedies. Yeah, comedy <laughs> sounds super funny. That's what I meant. Um, what's your favorite band or singer? Um, here's oh, so one of my favorite things is music. All across, I haven't. I can't believe I haven't mentioned it yet. But um, so my one of my favorite bands is called the Early November, which is not a band many people know about. Um, and it was definitely a high school. Uh, like they were a little bit more, if you could call them popular, they were more popular in my, like when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, and their, their lead singer is Ace Enders and he is like a awesome artist, like musical artist. And I've seen them live a few times and he just pours everything into his live performances. And, uh, even if he, you know, even if he gets off key a little bit, like he's, it's because he's putting like everything into it. So that's, really fun and that's kind of something more nostalgic but i love bands like muse led zeppelin um more currently like greta van fleet um the strokes the black keys are also a favorite um the the lead singer for the black keys is dan auerbach and he has probably one of my favorite albums and one of the albums that i've listened to more on repeat lately uh his album waiting on a song is just great from start to finish so that's been on heavy rotation recently yeah it's always great when you find a song like that yeah so a lot of a lot of that type of music i don't i yeah anything from anything i just mentioned motown stuff i like a, a lot of music that's cool um what's your favorite restaurant for talking about Something local in in Old Town, Havana Kitchen. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah, that's really good. I love Havana Kitchen. It's like a good go-to. Um, awesome coffee. Any, everything that I've had on their menu is awesome. And it's also affordable. Like yeah, good quality true. food for a decent price. And if I'm trying to think of something in a pinch, like, and it's it's more casual, but good, good stuff. Yeah. Another place in Old Town, was, I think it's called Toast house is really good oh i haven't been there it's on the other side of it it's like on the very far side um coffee or tea coffee yeah coffee coffee yeah teas i don't know teas tea's good i like tea but if i had to choose one coffee i actually have have some right here next to me (laughs) you can have it hot iced either way delicious yeah um, what is one thing you have on your bucket list? Um, to go to a concert at Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado. Oh, I've heard of that. that yeah. yeah we cool. actually almost got, last year, we almost got tickets to go see the Black Keys there. Um, tickets went on sale like two, th- like two days before shutdown. <laughs> yeah. So we were like, with all the, you know, anticipation or we we're trying to figure out what was going to be happening and i was like well maybe we should wait just a little bit to get those tickets and look and things did shut down so we ended up obviously everything got canceled um but we were about to actually go get tickets to go see the black keys play there but um maybe another time <laughs> i'm sure yeah that i that's one of the things i'm most excited for when things get back to to normal is 
to go to concerts again. Yeah, I want to go to one super badly, but yeah, just have to wait. Um, if you and last question is if you could have lunch with a famous person, what would it be, or who would it be? Um, either one of these two or both of them together would be ideal. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, that. So, like, uh, have you ever seen Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah. So, Leslie Nope is Amy Poehler. Oh, yeah. I, I've so, seen, like, a couple episodes. Of yeah, and Tina Fey, and they both used to be on Saturday Night Live, like, when I was younger, like, middle mm-hmm. school, high school, well, like, high school, I guess. Um, they just seem fun. Like, I love all of the stuff that they've been in and created, and they're kind of, like, uh, notable female comedians and I think they'd be just really fun to spend time with um down to, they seem like down to earth but fun and kind of uh yeah that would be and my friend Tina would love to join that lunch if we could ever make that happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah Amy Poehler it sounds super fun like she's just so funny and everything yeah just it would be that would be ideal I guess yeah <laughs> All right. Um, so thank you so much for being a part of this episode of the podcast. And do you have any final words for our Golden Bears? Yes. Get outside. Spend a little time outside, even if it's just kind of sitting out in a chair outside. Um, while you're outside, disconnect from some screens for a little bit. It'll be good for your soul and your personal health. And yeah. I hope you guys have a golden day. All right. Have a golden day, Bears.